Hello and welcome to this uh, podcast. Um, it's been a while since we've done anything, mainly due to the latest uh, lockdown restrictions, but we can't wait forever. So we're doing something different. We're going, we're doing it via Zoom and Bob, ha- Bob Bell, who's my guest, delighted to have him on. He has kindly agreed to, to try it out. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Bob. Um, and it's going to be a little bit different today. We're going to focus a little bit on, well, quite a bit on music. Um, Bob's obviously heads up the, the music team in the, in the Wallyford uh, Living Room Church. So uh, Andy's got a new album out, which we're going to speak about. Um, so yeah, let's just get started, Bob. Um, just some people won't know you and it's even people who do it's always great just to hear a bit about your story so can you just tell us first of all a little bit about your background family how you became a how you became a christian sure yeah well hi everyone um yeah so i guess um for me i was brought up going to church um which was was great i'm very thankful for that sometimes it was really boring as a child <laughs> um other times it was good. We, we I enjoyed Sunday school and and we had kind of a youth a youth thing as well. Um, so I am very thankful for that and mm. certainly, um, who Jesus is and who he was was presented very very clearly growing up. So I think I was probably about six or seven. Um, yeah, I think it was about seven at the time where, where I, I did actually I, I responded to one of one of the guys that was preaching one Sunday night and I just responded by saying, yes, I am a sinner. Yes, I need Jesus. I, I know what he's, what he's, I understand what he's done for me on the cross. So there was a, a, a kind of childlike faith um, and just accepted Jesus in my life. And I guess as a child, I didn't, I didn't understand it all. Um, but I just kind of grew up to, to learn more about God and then I think when I was in my teens maybe 14 15 I was sort of asking more questions and um trying to you know dig a bit deeper into the bible and um because although although I was kind of told who Jesus was and what he did for me and that was fine but I was never really it was never really explained to me why why this would be true as opposed to any other mm. worldview or religious yeah belief so I read a bit more, read the Bible a bit more, read some books and stuff. And then after that, um, I did come to the conclusion that actually there's lots of evidence that suggests that Jesus did actually die. He did actually rise from the dead. And and if I put my faith in him, that he, he, would, he would not let me down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the kind of simple testimony no that's great and i just that and you you grew up in east lothian didn't you it's not too far from so and what school what school did you go to did you go local school here yeah i went to ross high school ross high okay good um which was uh yeah i think at the time it probably wasn't a great school um it's it's a it's a good it's a good school now i think probably about Four, four or five of my teachers were alcoholics mm. and would be hiding the whiskey in, in, the, <laughs> in the drawer in their desk. Yeah, not good. <laughs> That's what it was in those days. But, but yeah, thankfully now it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot better school mm. and my, my kids actually go to that school now. So. Good. Yeah, so you mentioned your kids. You've got um, 
two wonderful daughters and a wonderful wife, Brenda. So um, yeah, so inter interesting point you made just about when you were 14, 15, you'd kind of, you'd grown up in a Christian home, but you maybe hadn't experienced kind of what the alternative or challenge about being the alternative views. I see that a lot in our kind of generation. Yes. I was kind of similar. Um, and I think it's changing slightly. We're realizing that you can't, you've got to really equip our young people more. So how, uh, yeah. I, I've not prepped you on this. It's just something that you said. I just thought I'd ask it. How are you dealing with that with your, with your daughters of just equipping them from the difficulties that the world, which is so different with Christian messages. How are you kind of helping them with that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge because I guess we want, we want the kids to be, open to other beliefs in the sense that you know not everyone is going to believe what you believe and to, to to be you know to listen to other people and be respectful but ultimately to to find out why you what you believe is different mm -hmm. um and what what is truth that's the ultimate question i think because yeah. um if if christianity is true then it's it's surely worth pursuing and and i think looking at you know, encouraging the kids to, you know, to, to read the Bible for themselves and and to look at why why it might be true as opposed to any other religion and what the evidence is. And and not only that, but the fact that, that you know, many Christians can testify to how Jesus helps them day to day, you know, um, and that's that's important as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've got I've got that challenge ahead of me, um, having two young daughters myself. So I'll, I'll, I'll be coming to you and others for advice, I'm sure. Um, so speaking to uh, going moving on to music, music is a big part of your life. Um, how did you and, and it's yeah, it's been a big influence on you. It's fair to say. How, how did you get into it? And tell us about your about your love for music. Um, yeah, well, I think going back to when I was a kid, um, I mean, my mum played piano. Um, so, you know, she was always kind of playing piano in the background in the house. And um, I guess my dad was a bit musical, maybe not as much as my mum. My dad could play the organ as long as it was in the key of C. <laughs> if it wasn't in the key of C, forget it. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and I got piano lessons as as a kid. Um, I, I didn't stick at it, to be honest. And, you know, do I regret it? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But I kind of picked up the guitar. Um, and I, I don't know, for some reason, I just had more, more passion for the guitar than I did for the piano, although the piano lessons didn't do me any harm in terms mm. of basic music theory. Um, but I remember that there was a, a school friend of mine and he used to go over over to his house and his dad was a big Bruce Springsteen fan okay and and his dad would would have his his gear set up and you go over to his house and his dad was was giving it all the the Bruce Springsteen songs and and I just remember him doing that and and I just kind of fell in love with Bruce Springsteen songs back then and that kind of inspired me to to have a go at writing songs and and getting into guitar and stuff um, so yeah, I guess that was sort of the start of it. Okay, uh, so so big. So Bruce Springsteen was a big influence. What other what other influences would you would you have musically over the years? Um, yeah, well, again, I, I think 
my parents didn't have a massive record collection, but they did. They did have a few things like they had a lot of ABBA records. Okay. And and I remember um, listening to, to a lot of those records at the time. They had some of the Shadows. They had John Denver, um, and I remember learning some John Denver songs. Um, so yeah, I think I think just I guess a mixture of influences from then and then. Later on, as I grew up, just exploring music a bit more, um, just bands like, I guess, bands like U2, Crowded House, um, some Bob Dylan stuff as well. Um, and then even like more recent, like rock bands like The Few Fighters or um, artists like Ed Sheeran in terms yeah. of songwriting. Um, so just a just a mixture and trying, yeah, trying to, to yeah trying to listen to lots of different types of music and so were you did you how did you get involved in music at your church then um or when did when did you start playing in kind of church bands and, and writing christian music yeah well the the church that i i grew up in i mean they they were a bit um they were a bit backward in that front <laughs> um they've they, yeah, they didn't really do instruments in, in main church. But the, the youth group, um, that was okay. We, we were allowed to kind of play keyboard, play guitar, whatever. So I, I started strumming along with someone else. And that, that was a big a big help in terms of learning guitar, mm-hmm. learning your, your first chords and that, and playing along to songs. And then it went from there to just experimenting um, with songs, like writing songs. And just um, getting some melodies, getting some lyrics down, and recording them in the old uh, the old tape deck in the in the living room, and just messing about really. Uh-huh. Um, and then late, sort of later on in church life, um, got involved with playing in, in the church band, and then got involved with more kind of um, performance music. So doing special services and stuff where you're 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 doing solos. You're 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 playing for special occasions, and that was a, a real really good um, confidence booster, I think, for me because although I had the ability, I wasn't that confident with it. So to get me in a situation where where I had to perform was actually a good thing to to boost my confidence. Mm, that's so, good. Yeah. So I you I don't have any music ability at all I don't play any instruments but I do love music I do love music and uh, similar to you when I was growing up at my, my church was organ only and I think it was it was pretty radical when they brought in the piano only for a couple yeah. for, a, for some evening services so yeah I was I was used to that type of music in church but um, and then yeah but I was listening to a lot of other stuff when it like non-christian stuff at, at home yeah. and I'm listening to well actually I, I went my how I first got into music was I, I was I went to an SU camp when I was about second or third year my mom I had refused to go before and um, I was just quite shy <laughs> and my mom and dad were absolutely delighted that I was going to this SU camp but it was like S2 to S6 and there was all these S5 S6 guys there and all that, and I obviously looked up to them, and all, they're just listening to like started getting it was like kind of ninety five, I think it was. So they're just listening to like Oasis and Blur, yeah, 
and uh, like REM, U2 and stuff. So my mum yeah. and dad picked me up from this. How would you get on at your camp? And all I wanted to do was go to HMV and buy like Oasis. <laughs> it's not quite what they were looking for. But um, so, yeah, that's about my only music. Uh, that's my kind of main music story. But um, no, yeah. I love music. But I think, yeah, it was difficult then as you're kind of 15 years old and at church and the music's not great. Um, yeah. Or not to my liking. I shouldn't say it's not great. It wasn't to my taste. Um, so, sure. yeah, coming to, to Edinburgh and hearing kind of proper proper bands um was was great for me and i think it's really it was really powerful at, at that time to hear that from kind of young musicians playing playing great music so yeah and being part of that yeah. for you must have been really good as well just kind of transitioning into that kind of band and band environment um, yeah i think so yeah so yeah no it's really good and then you so um and then afterwards you've 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 um what have you done? You're, you well, you now head up our worship team. So, how, how what was the journey to to there? What else kind of did you do and have you done? Um. Well, I suppose b- before coming to the living room, I was being involved in a couple of churches where I was um, leading worship on on a fairly regular basis. Um, but I guess that was a that was a learning curve as well. So. Um, sometimes you're 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 kind of as as more traditional still and then and then more recently it's been kind of more contemporary worship so mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 learning your 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 craft as yeah. a as a musician but you're also learning how to lead a congregation and and help them get get into the presence of god yeah which is um so i'm, I'm certainly thankful for the experiences that i've had where people have kind of said to me look you could do this mm-hmm. and encourage me and I've been like, oh no, I can't. But um, it's it's been really good to 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 lead in different sort of church environments and and get that experience. And and you're always you're always learning how to do it a bit better. So yeah, no, and we're very thankful for all all the work you do. I think uh, I, I, from a personal standpoint, the one thing I appreciate that you do and and, and Alex Alex as well is that um, sometimes the worship leader can become the main the main thing um or to 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 i don't know to just you notice him more than anything else and i think what you do and i think it's deliberate is you're very conscious of not um of let the songs do what they're supposed to do yes you speak and you encourage us but um you're it's it's very good that you're not you're not the center stage which um i think is is very important um as, as a as a worship leader um is is it deliberate uh, or i know your kind of your character would be quite unassuming as well it's probably a bit of both is it or yeah i mean i'm, I'm i suppose um I'm, I'm not really you know in my younger days i would never want to get up on stage and perform um and it's interesting now that, that god's kind of um called me sort of into that that area i feel yeah. like i think um yeah, in one sense, you you are you are performing. If if you're if you're up in front of a church, there's always an element of performance, and, and that's just how it is. But you're right as well. It's it's a matter of um, engaging your 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 church audience with God. That that's the that's the goal. And if you can, you know, sometimes you it helps to say something. Other times it helps to say nothing and just just lead the song and let yeah. the song do the talking. So it's 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 trying to 
trying to manage that. Sometimes, you know, um, the, the the church audience might need a bit of a bit of um, encouragement to get into uh, yeah. the song or or just to get going a wee bit. Um, yeah. So it's it's being sensitive to to when when you Absolutely. need to say something and, and when you need to shut up. <laughs> no, I think you do that well. Um, so any any kind of Christ, what would be your Christian music what influences? What would be the main artists um, that that have helped you? Um. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's. I mean, there's a few. I guess just now um, I've been listening to um, a band called Rivers and Robots. I love them. Ah, yeah, they're yeah. brilliant. And they're from they're from North of England as well. So the, I like yeah, that they're Manchester, not they're not from yeah they're not from America, which is nice. No. Not that I don't like I like American music, but it's nice that they, I think they're musically absolutely brilliant. And that would be yeah, absolutely yeah. love them. I recommend anyone to to listen to them. They're great. Yeah, I think I think Chloe put it on one of our, you know, the, the playlists that Andrew had. I think Chloe put a Rivers and Robots. Oh, that's right, song. she did. Yeah, yeah. Aye, it's good. So yeah, Rivers and Robots, good. I can rec- I can go with that. Yeah, um, there's also the, there's an American lady called Sandra McCracken. Um, so it's, it's kind of worship, but it's a bit more, um, bit more chilled style. Um, I do like a bit a bit of Chris Tomlin in yeah. terms of sort of congregational worship. Yeah, it's good. Um, I love Third Day, just that that kind of rocky edge that mm-hmm. they have. So I, I do like them as well. Um, uh, in terms of like hymn style, I do like some of the Getty stuff. Yeah. In terms of that that kind of hymn hymn style as well. Um, yeah. So so yeah, a bit of variety kind of, there as well. I think Christian music's improved a lot. Um, in definitely. The last yeah. Ten fifteen years. I remember thinking that. There wasn't that much to get excited about, but I think now there's so many different ways to find new music, and it can be a bit of a minefield sometimes. But there's some really good stuff out there. Um, there is, yeah. So yeah, who was it? Was it? Who did you say? Sand, Sandra McCracken? Is that what you know? What, yeah. What was it? Yeah. I, I've seen her. I've not checked her out, but I've seen her recommended quite a few places. So that mm-hmm. might be next on next on my list. I like Young Oceans. <laughs> I don't know if you've come across them, Young Oceans. Uh, I've enjoyed I them. them. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've enjoyed them recently. So um, that's it's, probably my my go-to Christian artist at the moment. Just to, especially from. Yeah. Uh, especially from working from home in, in the evenings, nice to put on. But let's let's yeah. chat about your album, which was out. When did it come out? First of November, thirty first October, round about then. Uh, it was round about then. I can't remember the exact date, but yeah, first of November ish. Tell us what it's called then. It is. So yeah, it's called Hymns from the Grove. Okay, um, and what's the inspiration behind behind that? Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, well, the title itself. Um, most most of the hymns were were recorded in the grove, so um, I live in a grove, <laughs> right? Which which apparently means a group of trees. So we have a little island, and there's a group of trees. Um, so some of it was recorded in in my home. Some of it was recorded in a couple of neighbours' homes, who um, very kindly said, "Look, when we're away." come into the house and use our, use our living room or dining room, whatever, set up your gear. Um, so so it kind of made sense to call it Hymns from the Grove. So it's very geographical in that sense. No, it's good. Um, and you've got some 
some original tunes on there, some more the yeah. traditional tunes as well. Um, how, how did you go about deciding which ones you were going to do, which hymns you were going to choose and how you were going to do the arrangements? Yeah, well, I had, I mean, I had it in my head to do, to do 10 hymns. So I started to make a list. Um, and, you know, it, it, it could have ended up being 12, 13, 14 yeah. <laughs> songs on it, but I thought that might be a bit, a bit too much. Um, I've, I've even been thinking recently about a, a hymns from the Grove Volume 2. Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice. Well, I've been, I've loved it. I've been listening to it a lot, um, and it's been great. As I said, I'm kind of working from home in the it's, evenings, and just great putting that on. And I think it's just, yeah, uh, just a nice laid back, um, and yeah, great, great tunes, well produced. So yeah, I've really, I've yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, you obviously like hymns. Um, how have how have they influenced you over over the years? Um. I mean, I guess, you know, going back to to church life, you know, as a youngster, most most of the stuff that we, we would sing in adult church was was hymns or, or based on hymns. Um, and even, you know, more recently, you know, a lot of people are are, are doing versions of hymns, so so yeah. more contemporary versions, but but sticking to the the main kind of lyrics. And and I think the lyrics is the key here that whether you like the tune or maybe you don't like the traditional tune so much that the lyrics in these hymns just just stand out um and you know that there, there are good lyrics and and kind of modern worship songs as well and um, modern christian stuff but yeah the the just the from a songwriter's point of view you can just take so much from from the 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 lyrics and also the the stories behind the songs mm. behind the hymns as well so so yeah that yeah, that would be the the kind of inspiration yeah, no, I totally, I totally get where you're coming from because I, similar to you, I heard the hymns when I was growing up, sometimes not played in a style that I would, as I said, I'd, um, choose. <laughs> but um, actually, it was coming to university. One, coming to, I think it was a a CU event, and they were playing "Be Thou My Vision," which I'd probably heard so yeah. many times, but it was the first time yeah. I'd heard it with a drum beat and the kind of hypnotic drum beat and the, and yeah, the yeah. cool guitar band. And I was like blown away by this. I was like, how can, <laughs> it, how can it, how can it change so much? Um, so, some songs that don't, hymns don't quite work as well. I think yeah. you, as a musician, yeah. you'd, you'd understand that more than me. Um, and I yeah. think like, obviously you've changed some of the tunes, but a lot of these hymns, the, the, the tunes have changed so much over the years anyway yeah, that yeah. we kind of don't know about and sometimes i think i'm singing an old tune and then somebody tells me actually no that's actually quite a relatively new tune so um <laughs> you're not it, it, there's nothing wrong with changing the changing the tune a little bit like you've done so it's quite it's quite refreshing um you, you you've you've recorded this at home though is that right and that's not something you've done before you've recorded the album at home that's right yeah so so the 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 other albums that I've done, I've I've kind of um, crafted the songs and then I've taken them to the studio, um, and the guys in the studio have, have have done the technical bit and also helped out with some some playing and some singing as well in the background. Um, whereas this time, it's all been like pretty much on my own. So learning to use the software, um, getting some some equipment together. Um, and just basically starting by experimenting 
Um, so it was a, a little bit scary at first because I was like in unknown territory. Um, but what I was able to do was learn some of the things that I learned in the studio and remember what I did there and then kind of do that for myself as well in, in the home studio. So, so yeah, it's been a, a learning curve for sure. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine that there have been frustrations when you can't get it to sound like you want it to sound because you don't quite know the, uh, the software or whatever. But at the same time, yeah. I'm sure when you've been working with people and you're trying to explain how you want something to sound, it's hard to explain it, but it must be, you're able to actually do it. You, you're more in control of the sound as well. So I guess there must be positives and negatives with that. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, the, the guys in the studio before, they, they were always really helpful and, and they would throw in ideas and you could say, yeah, I like that idea or actually, no, could we just leave that? Um, so good to have their input. But I suppose now just having free reign to do pretty much whatever I want, but using the things that I've learned over the years has been, it's been fun. It's been fun because you you're playing about and you're experimenting and hopefully coming out with something that that sounds good so probably quite nice over lockdown as well just to and, and restrictions just to do something a bit different and escape from from things yeah. as well a bit so it's good and Definitely. dare i say you might be able to use these skills to help some of our youngsters produce their own the music in the in the future we've got some talented well, musicians yep. don't we, uh, we so, do, would, we do, would, so you never know yeah never know that'd be good <laughs> or maybe they'll be they'll, maybe they'll be teaching me something <laughs> Well, yeah, no, they've been doing, they've been do, some of them have been doing really well over the over the last few months. It's been great to see them on the in the church services. Um, yeah. I'd like to play one of your songs now, if that's okay. Um, yeah. Shall we? Shall we go? What shall we go with? Um, shall we go with it as well? It's one of my favourites. So let's let's yeah. go with that one. Cool. Back in five. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Well, that was great. Absolutely love that tune. Um, I love I, lo I love the song anyway, but I think that version um, is really good. I love the kind of atmospheric start um, that you've got going there, and then um, gets a, mm -hmm. more of the traditional type um, tune. But then at the end, it, you, you just build it up, don't you? With the with the you've got the it as well going, and then you've got is that your own lyrics you've kind of put at the end as as well? Um, I think. Um, yeah, so I've, I've kind of um, the the tune is more or less the same as the original. The 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 chorus is slightly different, and then I've 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 put in like a um, I guess I wouldn't call it a rap, but it's <laughs> I guess it's a it's a, a little verse that goes that's yeah. sung over over the top of the the chorus, um, just with some some encouraging sort of Bible verses, Bible phrases. Um, and that, that ties in with that theme of of um, you know the the hope that we have. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. It's, I, I thought it worked really well, and I just I love songs that just build up and you get that kind of, uh, and you, uh, yeah, it, it's great. So and and that song means a lot to 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 me and to Amanda as well. I think it means a lot to quite a lot of people in our church, especially when you know the background yeah. of the hymn. So, so um, right. so yeah, I love that one. Um, another one that I, I really liked um, is Love Divine. I thought that was. Mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed that version. That that so that that was quite a lot different. The tune there, isn't it? Um, from from yeah, kind of more traditional yeah. version. Um, do you, do you ever find yourself singing that going back going back to the other going back to the wrong one and getting a bit confused, <laughs> or you, or is that just not happen? Well, in my head sometimes, yeah, yeah. But I think I think with that song, I mean because because I do like I do like a good rock song, so. I wanted a song that had a bit, a bit more of a, a rocky edge. Um, yeah. And the, the original tune is 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 quite a, is quite a, um, a powerful tune anyway. So I, I felt this this one sort of lent itself to to more of a, 
a kind of rocky, rocky Yeah, tune. especially at the start, it's got quite a rocky vibe, doesn't it? It's good. And I think what I was yeah. saying earlier, like some songs don't necessarily work so well with a kind of modern <laughs> guitar sound. And I actually think that it is well, you know, sorry, that um, Love Divine doesn't, is, is brilliant as a kind of old, old version, but doesn't quite work as well with a kind of more modern sound so it was i think you picked well to to kind of revamp this one musically because i think yeah. it works it, it works it works really well and yeah the the, the the words are words are great so um yeah yeah I, I enjoyed that one um i think i i one of the ones i really liked and um, which i actually don't know that well is um love of god i thought that was a a nice feel to that i was like a really yeah. kind of um I don't know, a kind of Simon Garfunkel type, laid back kind of, kind of feel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a, if, if that if that's something you like to be compared to, but I liked it. It was good. <laughs> um, so yeah, we don't sing that one that often, do we? As a, I've not heard it much recently. No, it's it's not one that I was really f- familiar that familiar with myself. Um, although we'd sung it a few times. Um, I know that that our pastor Andrew he he loves that song. And in fact, he's he's singing the harmonies on on that song. Is he? I didn't even notice he that. Is. Okay. Yeah. You need to go and listen again. <laughs> I've not been listening harder after that one. It's number nine, yeah. though. It shows I've listened all the way. It's number nine, isn't it? The yeah, indeed. Last year. I, you know, it's good. But yeah, it's just um, it's it's just a beautiful song lyrically. And it is. Yeah. It's it's the kind of song. It's it's a bit of a slower melody, slower pace, but I think it, it deserves that just to to kind of take your time and and, and listen to it. In, in in that sense and not rushing through it so so that that's yeah that's probably one of my favorites as well ah good um so that's one of your favorites any other kind of standouts or um for you once you you look fondly um, on recording well i guess one of the more challenging ones was um abide with me okay because um, it, it's it's obviously a well a well-known hymn um and I knew that I wanted to try a different tune, but I didn't want to to ruin the hymn either. And and I found it quite a challenge to to come up with a tune that was going to do it justice, but that also got got the feeling of the hymn. Because um, in some ways it's quite it's quite a sad hymn. The the hymn writer was kind of facing death yeah. when he wrote it, um, but also it's quite hopeful about the hope that we have as as Christians um, going in to the next life and, and meeting Jesus. Um, so trying to give it a, 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 a kind of, it's a bit melancholic, but but hopeful at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would say that was the most challenging one to come up with a a tune for, but I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with, with how it turned out, so. Yeah. I guess knowing how challenging well, if something's been a challenge it's, it's it's often it's always more satisfying when you get an end result that you're that you're oh, yeah, happy yeah. with um yeah because we we don't see that we just see the end result um so we don't know what's going on going on before yeah. so no it's great um so what what do you, what's the album in, intended for what what's your vision or what's your vision for it yeah i mean it's i wouldn't say it's really an album where you would kind of use in a worship setting, although you might, you, there's, there's some that you could sing along to, no problem. Um, but I think it would it'd be more just to, I guess for one, just to enjoy these old hymns, but in a different style. 
Um, so hof- hopefully I've done I've done the hymns justice. But for those that that like hymns but but want to kind of experiment and listen to something a bit different, and and also I guess just to enjoy the hymns, enjoy the enjoy the especially the lyrics of the hymns, enjoy them to a different different kind of music, but also use it as 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 a tool to to just worship God, um, whether that's um, maybe in a church setting, but but just yeah, just playing it in the kitchen when you're doing the mm. dishes, or mm. or um, using it using it as as a time of worship, a quiet in your quiet times or whatever. Mm. Um, I think that's 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 how I would I would like to see it used. Yeah. I think, and I think you mentioned the lyrics, and sometimes lyrics can sometimes you kind of lose them, but the way that you've recorded it, you you can always hear what the lyrics are and they're very prominent. So um, I, I think yeah. that, that that's good for the, this type of music lends, it lends itself to, to kind of focus on, on the lyrics and, and the meaning behind them. Um, yeah. I was very conscious of that when I was recording it, that okay. the, 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 the tune is one thing um, and hopefully the, the, the tune would emphasize the lyrics. So, so always making sure that the, the lyrics were in, in, you know, in the forefront. Good. Well, I think you've achieved that. Uh, so that's good. Uh, so how how can how can we how can we get a copy of it? Okay. So um, yeah. So if you're if you're into your your digital music, then you can get it on all the usual places. So Spotify, iTunes, um, Deezer. You can get it. Amazon on, um, Music as well. Yeah. Um, just yeah, just all all the usual places you'll you'll find it there. Um, and you, if you just search up hymns from the Grove or, or Bob David Bell, you'll you'll find it along with the other albums. It will be out in CD soon. Um, just getting that prepared, getting the getting the, the artwork and stuff <coughs> um, ready for the for the distributor. Um, so that'll be hopefully coming in the next, I guess, three or four weeks. Um, but yeah, go on. Just in time for it. Christmas, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's easy to find. Bob David Bell, Hymns from the Grove. Um, yeah, just definitely recommend it. Um, and you've also been writing some new songs as well recently. Yeah, yeah, I've done a few. Um, I've done a few more kind of worship um, style songs. Um and just in fact, just this weekend, I've been working on recording a, a Christmas single. So you know, it's that time of year. <laughs> so many other people are coming out with their, their Christmas singles and EP. So I thought, you know, why not? I'm going to have a go. So I, I wrote a song maybe three weeks ago, um, and as uh, I thought, yeah, I'll I'll have a go at, um, at producing this one and getting it out there for everyone as well. So. So that'll probably be out fairly soon as well. Good. Looking forward to that. Brilliant. So you've been hard at work. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, well, I think that's that's been great. Thank you for joining me. Just to everyone who's been listening, go and get a copy of the album. Support local. Support local Christian. And if you're listening yes, or watching indeed. and you're, you're from far away, just support good christian music so yeah i I think you'll you'll be blessed um by giving it giving it some time as well don't just give it one listen like a lot of these you you need to you need to give it give it a 
proper effort, don't you, Bob? You need to right, really yeah. get into it. Um, so yeah, good lesson. Aye, definitely. So, yep. Thanks very much, and uh, not sure when the next one will be, um, but thanks for tuning in. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Bob. Cheers. Bye.